Hi and welcome to another episode of the Getting Things Done podcast from Vital Learning. I am Morten Røvik uh, and I'm not here this time with my good friend and colleague Lars Roskil Hendriksen. He has had a family emergency he had to take care of, so we decided I will do this interview episode on my own. We always start off by reminding you of the purpose of this podcast, which is to help you learn GGD or become even better GGDers. If you are new to DGD, we recommend you that you go back to and listen to the episodes 1 through 6 uh, as an introduction to the basics of GTD, the five steps. These episodes are only available in audio format, so you'll need to head into your podcast app to listen to them. And today's episode is number 97 of the podcast, and today's episode is an interview with DJ and musician Darud. In this interview, I'm joined by Jukka Bakman, our partner in Finland, and we are having the great joy of talking to the talented musician, songwriter and DJ Darud. I suggest that you stop the podcast now and check out the links in the show notes to listen to some of Darud's music. And then come back here for the interview. See you in a bit. And now, our special guest. I am super happy to have you, uh, Darude, or is it Darude? I think it is Darude because it is the rude person. Are you rude? Um, I I would say no, um, but <laughs> okay. uh, but the name name just name just came uh, sort of in a in a fun fun way. I didn't uh, come up with myself really, so. <clears throat> Uh, I decided to keep it without the, the word rude in it. And mm-hmm. I think it's actually quite quite fun um, to be the opposite. I, I think I'm pretty well-mannered. Yeah, and I, I, this is my, my first impressions of you, is that you really are so. Um, I'm happy to, to have you, and I'm going to be very interested to um, hear what you have to say about getting things done and your experiences with that. Oh. And... Um, I just want to dive into to who are you really and what do you do to, for people who don't know the not so very rude uh, Darud. <laughs> well, so I am currently a 48-year-old Finnish guy who um has and ha- had a already as a teenager a lifelong love for music and mm-hmm. then I could consider I lucked out big time because i finally got to um study with people who um who showed me how to make music in the electronic way uh, with computers and samplers and such because up until that point i'd been a hockey player i'd been busy with other stuff and i never studied music nor you know taken piano lessons or something like that even uh even though like nothing prevented me from doing that other than my other hobbies and interests um so I had this craving to to make my own music that I didn't kind of even know all about. And then when I saw my friends messing with some samples and layers of uh, other people's music, combining their own stuff, and all of a sudden, like my my head exploded, and um, I got my own computer very shortly after that, and started uh, trying to make my own music as well. And um, I think I'm one of those people who don't kind of care how well i do care how how great i'm playing stuff live these days but but i 
just had one sample, one this and that, and I started putting them together without thinking if anybody likes it or not, because I was just mm. so into it. And I finally got to sort of realize um, what's in my head and get it out as actual sounds and uh, mm. music, though. I don't know if the first things were exactly that musical yet. Okay, yeah. Well, we all have to start somewhere. Um, you know, you know some of us dabbled with music uh, when we were young and never got um, got anywhere. But uh, I'm I'm super happy that you actually <laughs> got got somewhere with your music, which makes me super well, happy uh, because now we now, can enjoy now it. I've been yeah, now I've been at it for as a career, maybe um, yeah, coming twenty five years, and I've made music a little longer than a few years longer than that. And um, I'm a father of two. I have a five and a half year old girl and fourteen year old boy, and uh, uh, I've got an amazing wife uh, who is also involved in in the business side or on the business side with me. Uh, I'm the one who more sits here in my studio and tries tries uh, to get stuff out of my head into actual <laughs> pieces of music, and then mm. together we sort of plan when and how and uh, possibly with whom we'll put that stuff out. And um, mm. and and uh, it's kind of a family business and um, uh, pleasure at the same time. Thank you. Well, that's a good um, background uh, for people who don't know you. Um, uh, but I've, you know, when I double around in your social media, um, um, what do you call a catalog? I find that you are an avid well, skateboarder, or at least you're, you know, uh, very interested in skateboarding and trying to get better all the yeah. time. I am, yeah. Like, so I skated when I was a kid, um, I don't know, six, seven something years. And then mm. my situation changed. I went to the Finnish military service when I was 19 after after high school. And so that's a year away from home. And then I actually went straight to study at a different city in Turku, mm. in Finland. And my circles just changed and skateboarding kind of dropped for no real reason that I remember. And then um, 2016, I visited a friend of friend of mine who has this um, 3D web design studio and uh, they had this micro ramp in their office. And mm -hmm. I dropped in, I literally like it's uh, 50 cent centimeters high, like, but mm -hmm. it's, it's a half pipe. I dropped in and I still could drop in. I still could do like a couple of the you know basic tricks axle stalls mm -hmm. and and whatnot and uh i was like why haven't i done this i i didn't <laughs> I, I don't know so i he actually he he had his own skateboard so uh, my friend franz um and he has a skateboard brand called silky silky skateboards so i bought a, a board from him right then and there but it took me still like two years to actually get into skateboarding. So, so since 2018 now I've been skating and especially during the pandemic, that was a really, really great release for me. Hmm. And um, it, it's one of those things, like I play ice hockey as well, and that's been there all along, but it's one of those things with ice hockey that it has nothing to do with my profession, has nothing to do with finances, has nothing to do with responsibility to anybody else than myself. and. Hmm. And um, it's also something that even though I'm, I'm late, you know, I had like over 20 year gap, so I'm not going to be 
in contests anywhere or doing anything spectacular with my skating but you can always develop um you can always do a different variation of a trick you know you can always find new ones and uh, if you get there eventually go higher and faster and whatnot but um so it it, it works really well for me good and it, it's just for fun yeah absolutely that, and yeah. uh I, you you've seen me on my socials and uh it's it's kind of fun to post the social stuff um i don't want to mess my algorithms um, i have a team who does all of that like the the rude posting so i post to the stories on insta and um and some uh, some youtube shorts as well and um it's an interesting thing to sh i want to show that side of me but it doesn't have any purpose really other than maybe people seeing who i am in addition mm -hmm. to the road and in addition to the music which sometimes is portrayed as the highlights of the gigs and you know champagne and you know beautiful looking people and whatnot and i'm there with my helmet on with my sweaty body and unshaven face and whatnot that that's me on a skateboard mm -hmm. It sounded like me on my my Harley Davidson back in when I had a Harley. So I was also forty around that time. So somebody gets a Harley, some gets somebody gets a skateboard. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm going to hand you over to to Yuka, who's going to do the, the interview questions with you. And uh, for those of you who are watching this on uh, on YouTube, you will uh -huh. already have understood that uh, Yuka is coming and going, and that's due to some. Uh, internet uh, wizardry that's out of our hands uh, so we hope that uh, this is going to work so i yeah. will hand it over to yuka and uh, yuka what uh, is your you know what what questions have you prepared okay so thanks uh hello darud uh we boy we have a number of uh, creative types here in the gtd community uh within our coaches and trainers uh Musicians. Uh, one of my colleagues is a jazz, the jazz bass player. I'm a percussionist, as are actually two of my other colleagues here in the Nordics. And at some point in our career, we all came across GTD, regardless of being in the creative side. So, how and when you first come across GTD, and what is it that made you decide that this is something that you want to incorporate into what you do? That is a a good and profound question, and I don't remember the year exactly, but I I want to say something around 2006 yes. and seven or so. I was living in America, and uh, my wife and I, or then fiance, girlfriend and fiance, uh, depending, I don't remember exact dates around this, but we. Um, uh we had decided to get married there were two things that i did uh, i wasn't particularly big or fat but i took on this um diet app uh and i don't remember any the name anymore i'll lose it yes and that helped me greatly to cut my snacks out of my diet and uh, you know going towards the wedding was important to look at my best and at the same time i also started um for my music stuff i'd made notes before like just written notes uh and and then like text notes on my computer like notepad or something but i i i thought that i needed something more 
uh, like uh, better at organizing things for for my headspace and and then I just came across GTD the the book um, and I I read that cover to cover and it was overwhelming at some parts but but the main thing was that it was more than um like simple bullet points uh to-do list and i could because i i had had the sense of i had different levels or grandness of things that i wanted to jot down somewhere and very soon thereafter i found uh, an app called things by cultured code that i still use on my phone and my ipad on my on my mac and that's the basis of my um my getting things done stuff and uh, i uh, i don't think i'm doing it at as sort of deeply and religiously as some other people do but it is very much uh an very like advanced uh kind of uh to-do list thing for me and i have things that have been lingering there for years now i mean i've been using it yeah uh over a decade at least maybe maybe 15 years um and i have some life stuff there but a lot of it has to do with remembering and and organizing the proper order for a project for instance uh regarding my record company or my my album things or specific tracks that i work on and the best thing that i i i've gotten out of out of GTD and the app things is that um, I never f have to worry if I remember an idea uh, or forget it because I'll just um, constantly throughout the day I'm putting in um, things that I need to remember and then I do my reviews sometimes I do them every day sometimes I do them every week and then sometimes I do my like uh, half a year or yearly reviews and see if i've forgotten something really big that i was supposed to do and <laughs> then i bring it up thank you uh <laughs> that was a uh answer that actually opened the door to many places so uh <laughs> think, thinking about the the work that you do are there any specific gtd principles or techniques that you believe are uh, especially valuable for musicians and or creative types? Um, I don't know. And you know what? Please don't quiz me about the principles and stuff because I, uh, I, I do, I can say that I do know what GTD is about, but like I said, I'm not religiously going about it, but what, what's worked really well for me, a couple of things are that, um, I really like the idea, the basic idea that I don't have to remember anything or worry about keeping stuff in my head so that I'll do that next or tomorrow or whatever, but I'll just put it in. That's That works really well for my creative uh, space, whether I'm in a studio, whether I'm on the road, but if I have an idea, I can put it down. And if I get another idea while I'm doing that, uh, you know, a little bigger, bigger thing that I decided to do at the moment, I can actually quickly put it down. And I often actually incorporate, say, a, a, an iPhone recording. So I'm doing this thing. I'm I'm having a great idea, a good session, and I get another idea. At some point, I would have been bummed 
if I have to like choose between the two. Now I don't because I have an iPhone. It can be obviously anything, a recorder. I just hum something in or verbally say something and I made make a, a note of that in, in the things as well. So then the next time I have a, a spot for that thought, then I'll, um, I can kind of put my mind back to that frame of mind. I think that's the key thing. And then another thing is that um, sort of the app uh, and, and the GTD principles, they've made it, they've made me realize that there's a time and a place for everything. So for instance, if I need to do phone calls, I don't often stress about doing them right now, but I do them, for instance, when I'm driving a longer bit. Um, and then when I can't make music, even though I want to, but 24-7 pretty much. But when, I, when I'm not in the studio, when I'm not in the right place, then I just kind of can relax about it easier, knowing that the notes are made. And then when I get to my studio, which is obviously the place where I make music, then I do that. So, so those are those. And then um, also the, um, the review, obviously, is, is very important for me because I, do, I make a lot of a little th tiny things every day sometimes tens and tens uh that i just inbox and then i later need to uh go through with those so that's like sometimes once a day sometimes once a week when i try and clear the inbox and just Great. can i just make a small comment uh, you said that uh, <laughs> don't put me on the spot when it comes to your proficiency and i just want to say that ggd is a journey uh, it's not about perfection but little bits yeah, that's... every day and um, and when you tell well, when you tell that you are you 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 tell very clearly that your head is empty and that you are focused then well that's where we want to be so just for mm, setting you yeah. the rest we are not looking for perfection <laughs> not at all so yeah yeah uh, and it's an interesting thing because i've i've tried to introduce this to my wife as well and she's a she's a very very organized person she's uh runs a lot of our household stuff especially when i'm on the road so i mean she's responsible for the kids and their hobbies and timing everything and whatnot and then also on my on my business side she does a lot of uh, you know things that need to be remembered and has an order and this and that. But and she's tried it and she does not feel uh, it's either the app, but but maybe just GTD in general doesn't kind of work for her brain. And she's tried a couple of times over the years, and she has her own system and it works really well. Yeah, whatever system you right. use to get things out of your head. So over to yeah. you again, Joka. Yeah, uh, actually, what you told about uh, working with others actually uh, sparked another question in my mind is that um, when you work with your team um, whether it's the team at home or or, or your professional oh. team uh, you obviously end up working a lot if, lot with people who don't uh, necessarily have the same um, pr principles or mindset about uh, getting things done as as you do how do you communicate with these people or or other some gdd principles you've been able to carry over to the people that you work with i i think uh sort of oh well in and outside of gtd i we, i mean i don't think about the principles daily or whatever it's just what 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 i do and uh, my sort of uh 
sort of uh, normal normal day-to-day stuff. But what, what we've gotten better, my wife and I, it, recently or in the last couple of years, is that we've been able to figure out the order of things better, like a, a, a project or a thing that we're going towards. It's not just one uh, big lump of things that, or like that, that big thing needs needs to get done. But but we are able to put it in the smaller bits, and the order of that, of course, sometimes it's logical most of the times, but sometimes it might not be. So figuring that out, and then where we got better is that if there are other people involved, then we are quite strict about sort of setting deadlines. Uh, even if it doesn't necessarily need a deadline, deadline, but but deadlines work for us and then we kind of build a buffer into those deadlines so if other people are involved um whether they are very artistic minded uh a little for or very very strict with their stuff it kind of uh helps us when we have set the deadlines and then we have a little buffer and and that i think um i usually have an outline on my my things app and my wife does it her her way but then kind of you know knowing that we can check somebody did that then somebody did that now we can do this and then again check the next one um that helps um like alleviating the panic that sometimes can can <laughs> creep in when you go towards you know a big deadline of you know getting a big project done I, I yeah. do feel you. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Uh, so what if something goes wrong? Uh, I mean, um, not necessarily with a, a specific project, but um, the term many GTDs usually use is that we occasionally fall off the wagon, meaning that uh, we are somewhat lost with our um process uh or or we skip the weekly review or something like that has that ever happened to you and if so what have you done to get back on the wagon um yes it has happened to me happens all the time in in smaller and bigger uh ways and like i said i well maybe now I'll, i'll preface this maybe i should browse through the book again but but i i didn't in the beginning and even now I don't feel like I needed to or wanted to follow everything sort of very rigidly or religiously um it just wasn't wasn't uh, like or what I found was enough for me but what I do is I I often find oh wow I should have you know organized my inbox because it gets cluttery like there's too many things in it uh or or the today list and if i start feeling overwhelmed then i'll just um i do this once every couple of months or so uh i w- what i suck at sometimes is like i have way too many things in a today list for instance and then sometimes i have way too many things in in the inbox meaning i haven't uh either done those or categorized them and so then i do those um sort of clean up days and I'm I don't feel particularly uh stressed about how can I say like the I feel stressed about the amount of stuff in those lists 
but it's not about them being undone. It's about them being, it's, it looks cluttery and, and I don't like that. And so then I'm quite, um, I quite find it, uh, kind of healing or whatever the word would be when I go through my list and then I tidy it up and then I like start over and I pick my next, uh, whatever amount of today things that I am, I'm doing. And um, again, I think the principle of having it all written down, that helps me there because they're not going anywhere. They're just there the next day or the next week. And um, obviously if it's a matter of, you know, an actual hard deadline, then it's a, then that brings its own, own challenges. But, but for me, skipping a, a review, you know, my, on my Sunday, for instance, when I often do it, uh, it's not a big deal. I'll just do it whenever I next kind of can sit down and do it and um, continue from there. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. We all need compassion towards ourselves. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, any advice that you would like to give to aspiring artists or professionals wondering whether they should try GDD? Well, well, that's easy. They should definitely try GTD and they should read about it. Um, I mean, the I don't know if there are others or newer books now, but uh, was it um, uh, David Allen? Uh, yep. Uh, his his book, I read it back then. I, I bought the, the uh, soft cover and it was, it was definitely life-changing for me. Not in a like you know there wasn't fireworks or anything but just like starting to implement it a few weeks in i realized my my days were better it had more my, my days had more meaning and um i can i can see some of some artists might not like uh the um, sort of systematic thing that it brings in but for me that kind of organization uh was crucial and um for instance, what I do, um, I, I have my things up here open and I have, you know, special, special places for, for instance, studio work. Uh, and then specifically I have a, for instance, a, a song project template that I just duplicate every time I start a new song. And, uh, the, the template has, um, the note part has a link to the folder where it is on my hard drive. I'm listing BPM key and couple of initial thoughts and ideas. Then I'm literally going through the, my, my creation process. Like I have somewhere like, uh, one empty task for arrangement, one empty for drums, bass, synth effects, vocals. And, and those are basically just placeholders that you can duplicate whenever you get a new idea, you duplicate and write it down and uh i do often when i work on a track i work some play the keys record something you know make some drums whatever it is and then when i get that done you know my session is ending uh, i glance at what i've written down and then if i get more ideas and then very very often i render whatever I've got so far. And then when I go pick up my kids from school or daycare, or when I go skating or something, driving in a car, 
I listen to what I had and I pull up that project in, in, uh, in the app and I can add more notes. Hey, try this, try that. Hey, that drum is not great, blah, blah, blah. And the next time I'm in the studio, I actually, I mostly review or use the review on my song projects, I, I would say. And then in the same project, I have this checklist for final mix, which contains of like clean up the project so it looks better, uh, hide or delete extra sort of bits that you don't hear they're not playing but they're kind of like extra ideas or whatever it's just technically going to like remember to eq every channel remember to do the gain staging correctly check vocal clarity uh, just like notes that i've noticed that at some point i was sort of lacking in and now it's sort of checklist from starting to do the, the track is ready but starting to do the final mix my, my checklist and that that's there in every music project that i i start and i think that's helped me again kind of um, going through that checklist i know that my track is sort of musically and technically at up to par or very close to being finalized when i've kind of checked all the boxes hmm. wow okay. you you really outlined the the workflow you you've created a, a project for yeah. for basically everything there. So uh, this actually reminds me of a, a quote by uh, this uh, guitarist songwriter Evan Taubenfeld, who said that before GTD I started uh, 100 songs per year, but now I finish 100 songs per year. So, uh, yeah. It sounded very similar. Uh, yeah, and I don't, fin I don't finish 100 songs a year, but yes, it, it definitely helps me because sometimes when I'm working on something, I might be like overwhelmed or I might be wondering whether I'm there or whether it's up to par to whatever. But, but then I know it sounds ridiculous. I've been doing this for over you know, 20, 25 years, but I still have my uh insecurities or moments of confusion or not knowing what i should do where i should be but then when i have a checklist uh it sort of reinforces that feeling okay yeah i know what i'm doing and and now that i've done all of these we should be in a very good space and then i can decide whether i just work on more for other reasons but like sort of technically and, and checklist wise i'm i'm good great can I can I just comment on that? Is that um, I've I've heard a lot of you know creative people talk about getting things done and it, how it helps them, and I'm trying to try to create a um, a, sm a short sentence that that might explain this because you, you are not using your head as a system so so that you can be present in the moment to be creative well, and getting things done. Um, would you agree with that, that it harness your creative powers? Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, you put a harness I on mean, a horse, it, it helps you to move yeah. in the right direction more effectively. You don't lose ideas as much as maybe if you don't have a structure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, the structure definitely. And uh, I, I've actually had artistic people tell me that they they don't work well with structure and organization like that. And mm -hmm. I don't know. I, I But I'm more, you know, I'm more... Um, well, not more than a musician, but I'm also sort of engineering kind of background. I'm, I'm I like high tech stuff, and I'm um, at least 
have as much interested in uh, the, the technical aspect of making music like synthesizers and drum machines and how they are programmed and all kinds of stuff and so so i have both of these sides i guess and i i'm thinking that's where my uh wanting to organize like this comes and i definitely uh agree like I'm, i don't mean to say harness is not the right word but i don't know if i've used that but gtd for me allows like you said kind of my head to be in the right clear um unobstructed space when i need it to be and then i can always refer to um my list of things uh so so i can get going if i think i've veered too far from something for instance hmm. uh, you said that uh you you've come across artists who say that they they don't necessarily want to work with structure in in, in that sense like like you would <laughs> feel that you work. Uh, have you come across, when you've traveled around the world, have you come across other GTDers? Or is, is it a subject that comes up when you talk about the creative process um, or your workflow? I haven't come across many that would say, hey, I'm, I'm doing GTD, or when I'm telling them that I do, it's not a thing necessarily that people are that aware of uh or that are using but but i have i've, I've turned a couple of people i've i've had a couple of people uh say uh buy buy this things up i know there are other apps but i'm on a mac and this is what i've used forever so uh, that's just i don't even want to think about going elsewhere and then um the, the the book as well i've recommended people reading that and um a couple of them have said i don't know to what extent they are applying things but they've said that it definitely was uh, an enlightening reading and and learning of the principles and i mean the thing is that sometimes things like hey getting things done ideology that phrase in itself might be off-putting people are like hey uh, what it's some woo-woo or whatever um so so i i very easily well when people know me they know that uh, that's not the case so if i recommend this to somebody they whether they'll take it on or not they'll usually check it out because i'm i'm sort of more practical than woo woo in in my other parts of life i guess and uh whatever woo woo is nothing against it but but i think the sort of logical and engineering minded thinking is is where i come from in many ways uh, but it, it's an interesting thing because we I've, I've just recently had convos with a couple of people about organization and and this kind of thing and uh, uh, I highly recommend it to to anybody and like I said I've, I've got a very close example my wife who doesn't feel it so uh, and um, you know it's okay obviously yep great I'm Actually, seem to be through with the questions we had planned. Uh, Morten, you have something up your sleeve? Uh, not up my sleeve, but as a, you know, some ending um, questions is um, we are going to to link in the show notes to darude.com or darude.com. And um, where would you recommend people who are interested in your your creative work? Where should they start? Is where, where should they go, and which song should they start mm. first with? Okay, so 
Um, today is the best day to be a music consumer because you can find anything and everything online. Um, mm. uh, I mean, Spotify is an easy place, obviously. Apple Music, whichever platform you're using, my, my stuff should mm. be almost on all those. Uh, I have back catalog coming from uh, 1999 or, or 2000 up and you will find that there's uh there's four albums and there's remixes that you just will find by looking for the root d-a-r-u-d-e um and um if you want to get in touch with me today uh i read my instagram myself i have a team who does socials but insta is one of those platforms that i um i'm in the dms myself with with my theme as well if it's business stuff but and uh, and then i have a um stream every friday 6 p.m finish time so eet uh that uh, is on twitch twitch.tv slash darude and i dj but i'm right here in my studio and i read the chat and i uh, communicate with the people interact all Mm -hmm. the time and i got 200 to 600 simultaneous viewers meaning a couple of thousand a night of those Mm -hmm. two three hours that i dj and um that it's very very interactive and i have an amazing amazing uh community that uh includes regular mods the vibe is always good because first of all we don't get dumb people there <laughs> causing trouble but also if if we do my mods are really good and kick people out or calm them down for a little and uh, i got maybe core group of 100 people or something that come hang out uh and some weekends, I'm on the road these days now when the pandemic is luckily behind us, mainly. Uh, and so I have sometimes somebody from that sort of core crew covering for me, uh, DJing in, a, in my place. And so the community can still sort of um, uh, catch up. And uh, there, I'm the most live and direct. If you if you put a question in a chat, I usually respond um or if i don't see it one of my mods will nudge me and stuff and uh one of the things that i've always wanted to be and naturally been is um i i don't think i'm some some big artist on a high pedestal or something Uh, i'm I'm very approachable and not rude and so i'm i i owe everything that i've had this last 20 25 years soon to my to my fans and listeners so but i try to sort of give back or be, be there um be approachable when when mm. it's a good good time for that mm. and, and uh i like my music has changed but i believe this is sort of a challenge for somebody if you take a look at it now the first time sandstorm is the track if you've heard one track before that's what mm. you've heard from me and but if you start from there and come towards 2023 uh i think you'll recognize that um while styles have maybe changed a little bit i broaden up my palette a little bit it's still very much a club dance floor uh, aimed dance music and yeah and uh i don't think i'm gonna go away from that even though i'm like trying to learn new things and widen my my Mm. you know horizons myself as well my, my uh, challenge to you, the, the listener or viewer of um, this podcast, uh, open some of Darwood's music and then see if you can stand still. 
<laughs> you can't. <laughs> that is not possible. <laughs> Your rhythms oh, are really, you. yeah, yeah. I've uh, I tried it, but it's not possible for me. <laughs> I'm past sixty years old, so eh. <laughs> if I can stand still, younger people can absolutely not. So um, oh, we are going nice. to link to uh, Spotify, Apple Music, um, to your Instagram and to your Twitch account. Maybe you will send us the link for the Twitch because uh, that is uh, I'm not there for the the, yeah, the Friday absolutely. live show. And we will put yeah. it in the show. Notes, I am. So. I can send. Oh, you have everything. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. okay. Cool. Good man. Good man. But I'm so happy that you took uh, the time out of your schedule to talk to us. Uh, it's been a pleasure. And um, yeah. uh, as a little self plug, I can recommend our podcast if you want to refresh um, your getting things done practice. Oh. So number two to six is uh, the five steps of getting things done. Number one is what's in it for you. So, so um, and we yeah. we cover everything. My my colleague Lars and I um, are running this podcast. So you are most welcome. We are turning one hundred episodes soon. So um, we are we have um, something you can cherry pick if you want to learn something or refresh something. Well, that's that's also a good thing to 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 know or. Uh, realize, but I can also point people to your podcast if I if I want to mm. introduce getting things done to them. So mm. that's cool, and mm. uh, yeah, I'll, I'll take the refresh for myself. I'm I'm quite heavy in the podcast myself, uh, and uh, more so sort of uh, not always like self development, but something that has to do with uh, more more of that than uh, entertainment, so to say. Mm. I, I I find podcasts are really nice. Sure. Uh, way to um, like I'd rather listen to a podcast than uh, swipe on on yeah. Insta or something like that. Me too, me too. You can learn something while you're doing something maybe a little boring. That's my uh, that's my excuse yes. for listening to it. So, well, thank you so much uh, for being here, and uh, for those uh, who have been listening to this, you know, will know how to get in touch with the route if you want. Um, and uh, I hope you appreciated this episode. It's been a blast. Thank you so much, Narud. Uh, and thank you, Yuka, for the interview. See you in the next episode. Take care, all. Bye-bye. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Bye. Before we do the usual wrap-up, a quick reminder about a favor we wanted to ask you as a listener. As you, we mentioned in the previous episodes, we are slowly approaching our episode number 100. This is obviously a big milestone for us and we wanted to make a special episode out of it. And for this, we need your help. We have already received three greetings and we would like to have more. We would like to hear from you. A quick email, an audio snippet, or even better, a quick video with you. A quick message with whatever you would like to say, like, Thanks for the podcast, thanks for ex episode X that really helped me to do Y or whatever you want. We'll then use them in the episode number 100 and have a bit of fun in that episode. So if you can find time to do that, we would really appreciate it. And you know where to send it, podcast at vitallearning.dk. As we wrap up this episode, as always, a quick reminder for you to head over to vitallearning.eu and have a look around to learn more about the new company. 
On that site, you will find information about all the things we can help you with, links to the country website for each of the Nordic countries. And on each of those sites, you can find articles about getting things done, links to newsletters. And of course, you will find all of our offerings regarding speeches, coaching and seminars, both virtual and physical. If you're outside the Nordic region, head over to cruciallearning.com to find your local partners. And until next time, people, stay safe and stay productive. Bye-bye. starting a okay. recording now so okay. um my my i have a fandom uh, story to tell because i was not aware that you were um you know that for instance sandstorm was yours and so so when i found out we were going to do, do an interview with you this summer um i started listening to you and one of the things i can t tell you is that i kind of brainwashed my my uh, my uh, my family with this we rented a house in in turkey where we had a big swimming pool a big garden and when we were swimming in the pool it was a big uh, you know ghetto blaster outside and we played darud <laughs> the whole time <laughs> and everybody loved it so nice. thank you <laughs> oh well thank you yeah yeah so i um I'm super happy that you are here. So I, I will say that now we officially will start the interview. And if I can cut this in somewhere, or it might be a, uh, if we make a fool of ourselves, we normally cut that out and put it in the end. So that as a Easter egg for people who listen or, or hang out to the end. So. Okay. Okay. Cool.